Welcome. You're listening to Her Breathing Journal with Natasha Gombanjara. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. once more and I'm so excited to have you join me for my first ever episode on my podcast Her Breathing Journal God's Out Loud and I'm your host Natasha Danelle Gumbanjera today on Around Us with Dennis where we get to discuss about basically everything we are talking about the class of 2020 so stay locked on <laughs> According to the World Bank, young people are graduating into what could be one of the toughest job markets in decades. Unemployment is rising, companies are freezing recruitment, and the global economy is set to experience the deepest recession since World War II. This is what we're discussing today on Around Us Within Us, where we get to discuss, deep dive, get in the know in what's happening around us and within us. A recent report by the IFS titled A Bad Time to Graduate suggested that the class of 2020 will have a hard time indeed. Experience from previous recessions tells us that the graduates will be less likely to find work and will start off in lower paying occupations than they might have expected. This is not something you will be looking forward to especially if you're looking or you're going to be graduating or you are graduated this is just so 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 sad this time around the labor market at the point of graduation is likely to be more difficult than back in 2008 and 2009 suggesting a bigger hit to employment prospects and earnings well me being a zimbabwean myself and trying to go back to 2008 it just gives me the shivers it just gives me goosebumps because 2008 was one of those years where everything was just bad economically i was young but being young as i was i still remember the gruesome changes that had to happen due to the economical changes that were going on at that time so this is pretty worrisome and pretty scary Research by UK-based graduate jobs website Milkround shows that just not 18% of graduates are securing jobs this year compared to the typical 60%. While US-based jobs website ZipRecruiter says that the number of available jobs popular with university graduates has plummeted since its mid-February peak. It fell a gruesome 77% by mid-May and is still down 61% on its pre-COVID-19 level. I mean, COVID-19, you have done enough. You have done enough damage already. Claire Jenkins, a recruiter for UK startup Table Crowd Talent, says she's seen a significant reduction in all roles apart from development and engineering. While there's a slight preference for cheaper, I mean cheaper graduates versus experienced workers, these roles are more likely to be short-term or part-time. 
So here, they're basically saying that you might get hired into that um, company of your dreams, but you might only be there for a few months, and that is not a good feeling at all. Plus, she's also seeing a reduction in salaries by approximately 10% across all roles. Wage depression is likely to last as long as the economy struggles. The IFS also reports that graduates can expect to earn less than they might have expected for a considerable period of time. Hmm. All right. So, yes, this is what we're discussing today on Around Us Within Us. And now my question to you, you who has recently um, graduated or who has a friend or family member who's graduating or have already graduated like me, do you think this describes exactly what you're going through at the moment or you might go through later or you think it's just you know bias it's just news and if you're looking to graduate do you still have the same excitement you had a year ago do you still have the same hope and faith of a better future once you have been kept on that glorious day and you have your mom your dad your friends cheering up for you do you still have that excitement that feeling or it's all gone because of what we've been experiencing because of COVID-19 so do let me know I'd like to know what you think after the break we're going to talk about ways in which you can still be productive even though you are unemployed so do join me as we get more into that I am quite certain that you would agree with me if I say 2020 has been super, super hectic, super crazy. 2020 just took this huge opposite turn and it's been throwing shade at us. (laughs) It's been throwing um, bombs at us and we've been standing there just suffering from all the pain and torture and it's just been a lot. It's been one hard year i cannot wait for 2020 to be over maybe 2021 would have something better to offer anyways um so now what i have for you are eight ways to maximize your time spent unemployed or rather eight ways to make the most of unemployment during COVID 19. up the list on eight ways to make the most of unemployment during COVID-19 is updating your CV. This actually makes a lot of sense. Imagine that you're applying for a job and there's 100 more people applying for the same job, same post, same company and what could make, what could try to make the recruiters pick you first, what could make them choose you over those other hundred people updating your cv making it more relevant to the job description or position could actually 
help them pinpoint you, make you pick you up from these hundred people, and you never know, you might end up just signing that contract. And number two would be adjusting your budget. Of course, unemployment means you're going to take a lot of financial cuts, financial strains, financial budgeting, and you no longer have a steady source of income, so this is a must. As a result, you might try to um, cut down on expenses like Wi-Fi. Maybe you've been subscribing for like too much and now you need to cut down to maybe just half of that. Those unnecessary gadgets, unnecessary clothing, unnecessary outings, they need to just be put in the closet for a while until they're able to come back and just do whatever they want. So now it's time to consider more of your needs over your wants. Alrighty, and on number three is trying to keep a routine. It's very easy. It's very easy for you to just um, get lost in what you try to focus or achieve in a day because you are used to uh, maybe waking up at 8 a.m. and you get ready and you're off to work and you come back and everything is sorted because you know that at the end of the month or in whatever kind of job you had, you are going to get some money and look after yourself or your family or whatever. But now you have nothing to do. So it's very important that you try to keep a daily routine so that you keep yourself in check, you keep yourself motivated you keep yourself productive you can do that by just try to think of any ideas um, your long-term goals how you can try to achieve that without your current job Alrighty, and on number five you can try to consider freelance or gig work mm-hmm. okay this is interesting so as to try to supplement your income you might consider seeking freelance or gig opportunities online you can also start your search using, I mean, there's so many job search um, engines out there, so many websites, for example, indeed.com. I'm sure most of you know that one. You can start there, just try to see what you can find up uh, out on that website, see what you could try to apply for, and you never know. Maybe you have um, a good voice. But maybe you start you started um, medicine. You can start doing voice artist work, you know. So that means a little bit of income coming in, you know. Or you're an artist, but you weren't really focusing on that. Maybe you're actually an artist who was studying engineering. Maybe now's the time to start being um, a model or something like that. Yeah. Number six would be connecting with your network, all right? While you may not be able to connect maybe with friends, family, and former colleagues in person, um, networking could still be an incredible activity for your job search. Um, There's also what I would like to call referral programs, which are like responsible for almost half of new hires in most companies. So you might want to consider connecting people in your network by maybe setting up uh, an English corner, for example, um, a coffee meeting, or just calling them on the phone. Yeah, and you never know, that might actually end up being something that will earn you a little bit of income. 
On number seven, we have developing key skills. All right, this is very important. I'm sure most of you, especially even myself, I've discovered more. I've developed my key skills more than in any other year. It's just so surprising, you know. Some of us have been trying to just develop our skills, but our excuse or your excuse has always been, I never have the time. I'm always at work. I'm always scammed with work, blah, blah, blah. But now, what could be your excuse? Nothing. You have all the time in the world if you do not have a job right now. So this is the time to really sit down, think about what your skill is, ways in which to develop it, and you never know. You never know. You never know. Just give it a try. And last but not least, spend time on passion projects. This, this is gold. This is gold. You might want to um, look at what you are interested more in. Look at that hobby that you're very good at, but never had the time because you're always busy with work. Right now, you have all the time in the world. So try to ask yourself, how would you spend your time if you didn't have to work? every day that thing that comes up to mind is what you're supposed to be doing and also once everything goes back to normal when you apply you could also write that in and actually a research showed that employers appreciate well-rounded candidates who have a lot of interest out of work i mean this is just like a mind game so investing in activities will not only build skills but it also provides a sense of enjoyment and rest and can end up actually supporting your job search. So guys, that's all we had for 8 ways to make the most of unemployment during COVID-19. It's been quite um, an interesting topic today on Around Us Within Us. So please do let me know what you think about this or any other ways you have been trying to keep up your um, spirit ways you've been keeping yourself motivated or what you have been doing just to um, get that extra source of income just let me know let me know so do get in touch let's talk about it the opportunity to send in a random hashtag and I get to play around with it on Instagram. Search for that particular hashtag and select five random posts and read them out loud. And of course, since um, this is the very first episode, I am generating the hashtag and I'm sure if I'd asked you to guess, you'd totally get this right. This week's hashtag is Hashtag journal. <laughs> All right. Um, so the first random post that I picked went like, archiving my old feed since I want to start afresh. So I'm thinking this is someone who was um, probably removing all of the old posts and pictures and they're just wanting to start afresh, starting from zero again which is what most people, even myself, sometimes do. And the second random post went like, Journaling changed everything for me since I picked up the pen 
on 11 March 2012. It's an incredible tool in healing, disordered eating, anxiety, body image issues, and well, everything. So the rest of the post actually leads to a site with a discount where you can get emotional, emotional journaling guides. So um, my feeling towards this post was that this is probably someone who is going through a lot and their life has changed drastically since they started writing their thoughts down because they specifically say 11 March 2012 and that you can tell from the language that it's actually something that has helped them heal and they were suffering from anxiety, body image issues and and well other life issues. All right, and the third post that I randomly picked went like for your daydreams, plans and schemes. This is actually an advert for beautiful journals actually. This was someone who was advertising some very beautiful journals or diaries with beautiful covers for both um, the ladies and guys. I actually was staring at this post for quite some time. And um, post number four went like, I need help! Exclamation mark. How do you keep track of all the codes in each book you read? Alright, so I saw myself stumbling on this post because I really wanted to see the comments that people were um, replying because I'm actually someone who reads quite a lot of books but I never, I'm never able to keep track of all the codes that I write. Maybe because I write my own codes, I don't know, but it's not something I had asked myself before. So this interested me Um quite a lot i was just staring at that post i'm like mm, okay i'd never thought about this all right and the last random post went like i woke up feeling cloudy this morning it happens right i think i went through so many emotions yesterday that i just felt blah yeah she actually read b l e h like blah <laughs> when i opened my eyes Something that helps me a lot is my morning pages writing routine, and I call it a brain dump. It's not always a quick fix though, but it helps me organize and prioritize my focus. Okay, so you can definitely tell and sense that this person um, usually has like rough days, rough mornings, and they maybe struggle to handle whatever emotions that they're going through and how journaling actually helps them to keep focused and organize their day and have a healthy routine i suppose and um what interested me about this post is that they called it a brain dump which is like quite it really makes sense though you know because sometimes you have all this garbage running um going through your mind and you just need to empty it out and here it just says brain dump i was like wow okay so this is what we had for this hashtag next week i get to pick one random made hashtag from you and get to pick five random posts and read them out loud i hope i'll be reading yours next week so please 
be sure to think of a funny, serious, or I don't know, whatever you want, hashtag and let me know. One of my favorite segments definitely has to be her quote of the week, where I get to share with you some inspirational quotes that I've personally written. I am a writer and I have been writing quotes since, if I should say, January or February, yeah, around that time. And it's something that I'd always wanted to do, but I'd always been giving myself excuses and excuses. And recently, of course, because of COVID-19, I found myself with lots and lots of time and I decided to kickstart off my writing. And you can also check out my posts um which are my quotes of course on instagram facebook and twitter and of course the links you will be able to view them later on and okay so for today the quote is coming from yours truly and i wrote this on the 3rd of june 2020 titled let's be better strangers if their picture or post fascinates you, there isn't anything wrong by liking it or sharing it. Let's be better strangers. If their Instagram story asks questions you aren't asking yourself or have been avoiding, by replying them, you are answering yourself. Let's be better strangers. If they are going through some hard times, hard times that you are able to conquer, hard times in which you know solutions to, Tell them it's going to be fine. Give them advice. Give them a hug. Whether they take it or not, let's be better strangers. If they have accomplished something, congratulate them. Let's be better strangers. If they need a simple like, then why not? Let's be better strangers. Like I said, I wrote this um, on the 3rd of June this year. And... Well, my thoughts around this quote came about me just suddenly thinking about how people feel like we cannot be friends or good strangers to people we are not familiar with or people we are not um, in touch with or people have never met before with social media being one of the biggest things that influence our lives right now you see a post of someone who's asking for likes probably to win a scholarship or you see someone posting mom i did it dad i did it i have graduated mom i've bought my first car dad i have um, found the love of my life i'm married and why not just like that post why not just share the post of someone who's asking to get the most shares so that they can win a laptop for school? It doesn't matter what they want to use it for. But just being a better stranger to someone really, I don't think, has ever done any harm. You know, um, sometimes... With Instagram, you see people posting different kinds of thoughts, questions and stuff. And you have been avoiding some questions and then suddenly it pops up from someone's social media um, page or um, platform. 
why not answer it and that way you're actually solving your own problem you know so i feel like people we should just try to be better strangers to each other just because i don't know you doesn't mean i cannot wish you well doesn't mean that i cannot make a drastic change in your life it doesn't mean that i cannot be a better strangers so let's be better strangers <laughs>
Prostitution. We need a solution to clean this pollution. Too much confusion. Me na go lie, me heart bleed and cry. Tears in me eyes as the world capsizes. Be the reason why why the youth are go die. Jah me father why? Please hear us. Just a little bit of anything, yeah. Maybe some factor of Hennessy, yeah. God please numb all the pain. Jah make it all go away. On journal entry of the week, I basically get to give you ideas and tips on what to write in your journal. Or diary. Like I said before, I am a writer, and I obviously sometimes have a lot I want to write down in my journal or diary. But I get to a point where I'm just holding it, and my mind is just blank. Like a few minutes ago, I just wanted to write something, but now I'm holding it, and I have no idea what to write. You know, and sometimes. I'm probably going through something, and letting it out by writing is kind of like a healing process or therapy. So you're just holding the diary and you don't know what to do. So this is why I decided to come up with this segment, and we just get to give each other ideas on what to write down. So this week it will be: What is the skill you have that you're most proud of? Why does it make you proud, and how did you learn it? Well,、um, I personally believe that everyone has a certain skill that they are very, very good at. However, I wouldn't know if everybody is super proud of it. I will be sure to tell you. I am very proud to tell you that I'm very, very happy and proud to have the skills that I have. How about you? How do you feel about your skills, and how do you learn it? Let me know. Also, do you know your skill? And if you don't,、um, what are your ideas around discovering your skills, and how keen are you in discovering and learning about your skills? So that's your journal entry of the week. Give it a try, and let me know how it goes. Let's be real story.、Um, it's quite interesting, and well, I can't, I can't wait to to hear your responses. Anyway, here it goes. My parents were newlyweds in New Jersey, and they moved after I was born. They lived there my entire childhood, and then divorced the year I graduated. My dad moved to Las Vegas, my mom to Texas. When I turned thirty. I took a job in South Florida, the first and only member of my family to ever travel there. While at a local Goodwill in search of home furnishing, I found an old book of poetry on a shelf, and I liked the look of the cover, so I bought it for a quarter and took it home with the rest of my stuff. 
Later that night, I opened the front cover and was shocked to see an inscription of my dad's handwriting. It was his gift to my mom on their third wedding anniversary. My mom had sold it at a yard sale 10 or so years earlier. Both of them have since confirmed this. Okay, um, so let me know, is this story real or not? What do you think, guys? Do you think this would actually happen? And what's the coincidence that she bought this book back? Or maybe she got it back at a yard sale that her mom um, sold the book like 10 or so years ago. Do you think this is real or someone just trying to make our eyes pop and our brains overwork themselves? Let me know. Next week, I will review your answer and also reveal whether the story is real or not. And I also get to pick one lucky listener who guessed correctly and they get to send in their story. I get to read it and we see if their story is real or not. So let me know if you think this story is real or not and leave a message and I might be reading it next week. Ciao! Requests definitely has to be one of my favorite segments because here you get to send in your birthday wishes, your congratulation wishes, you get to say hi to someone, you get to say um, a secret message to someone, you get to say basically anything you want to say, you know, do you want to wish someone a happy birthday, do you want to... um request a special song for someone, you know, just put a smile on their face, you know, just surprise them, make them feel special. And I get to be the one to pass on that message. I mean, who wouldn't want to do that? So on today's request, um, I'm playing a song to you, especially you, to thank you for tuning in in my first ever episode for her breathing journal this is me showing my gratitude and me welcoming you to a world of fun entertainment education and whatever we are going to make it in the future so i'm saying thank you i'm saying thank you and i appreciate you and please come back next week and invite your family your friends whoever might want to hear me just relaxing and just letting it out, just putting those thoughts out loud, just learning stuff, just conversing, you know, getting to know each other. So this is my dedication to you, and I hope you love it. So that's all I had for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm just so excited to have um, starting my first podcast with you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining me. And if you'd like me to listen to a certain song, discuss a certain topic, or you just have a shout out for a special someone, or you have something you want to lay off your chest, do not hesitate to contact me on my social media handles on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and of course YouTube. And do not forget to subscribe and hit the notification 
button so that next time when I have an exciting podcast for you, you will be notified. Thank you so much, guys, once more. And I hope you will join me next week as we get to know each other more and have fun together. Thank you so much and goodbye.